0: Akron's location was chosen and its growth secured because of its access to fresh water. I'm Keith.
1: And I'm Riss. On this episode of the Akron Mirror, we are discussing the past, present, and future of the drinking water in the Akron area. We're with Jeff Bronowski, Water Bureau Manager of the Akron Water Bureau.
2: Hi, Jeff. Thank you.
1: Okay, so um, we've been seeing in the news that the water rates are going to go up in 2024 can you give us kind of some background of why they're going up
2: yeah absolutely well thank you so much for the opportunity to be here today um, really excited to talk about Akron water um, it's been a while uh, it's been since 2012 where there was an adjustment to the water rates so um, 11 years now uh, since we've been able to have any significant addition to our revenue and so that's One of the big reasons why it's going up is, one, inflation over that time frame. And these water rate increases are needed to just keep up with the inflation that's happened since 2012. But equally as important, it's an absolute exciting investment into the future. We're at the point where we have a lot of aging infrastructure. Over 100 years ago, in the early 1900s, they were struggling to get water good quality water to serve the residents of Akron, mm-hmm. and Summit Lake was the source of that water. And at oh. that time, it was extremely polluted. Mm-hmm. And so the leaders, the Chamber of Commerce, the um, administration, the council, uh, and the citizens agreed that something dramatic needed to be done. And so they decided, we are going to rebuild our a water plant in Portage County, and that's going to be the location which will serve the community of akron for the next 100 years and here we are um that water plant was was uh started the water plant that we're running today uh opened in 1915 and was Mm. active and so we're 108 years (laughs) in the making of using a lot of the infrastructure um to continuously serve our residents uh today so um It was a major commitment and a major investment by the citizens of Akron back then. Mm -hmm. And this here is our first step to that same investment. We haven't had a catastrophic failure like Flint or Jackson, Mississippi and a major outcry. It's the right proactive things to do um, in order to look at the sustainability. And when people talk sustainability to me, That's what this is. Mm -hmm. We're investing for a sustainable water infrastructure to serve the citizens of Akron for the next 100 years. So it has some
0: similarities to the sewer situation of aging infrastructure, um, but without the, that's a little more of a reactive thing with EPA demands as far as like getting that under control. so it's got a similarity and then a big difference between how that situation is unfolding.
2: Yeah, yeah, um, on the sewer side, it's, it's was reactive measures to deal with overflows that were once permitted mm-hmm. when these sewer systems were built in the 40s and 50s. And then when the Clean Water Act comes out and it says, no, you're not allowed to have these overflows go to the streams, you need to prepare these plans and remove and prevent that overflow from going into the receiving streams. So it's not necessarily a map to the future on the sewer side it's gotcha. simply uh we need to react to the, the the rules and the requirements of the court and of the epa to to address overflows and you know find areas where there's some infiltration so there's lining and inspections and stuff some of mm-hmm. the best management practices but what i'm describing on the water side is more of a we are now looking at the replacement of major infrastructure built 100 years ago to ultimately serve the same purpose that it has been doing but it's going to be new infrastructure new technology so that's that's kind of the difference and we're doing this because it's the right thing to do and not necessarily reactive to some you know type of EPA thing, yeah. mandate of you know the courts gotcha. you name it so yeah And then you're, so those probably,
0: those two distinct divisions or departments, sewer and water, probably get lumped together in people's minds a lot. Particularly, they're both on the same bill,
2: correct? Yes. So um, for City of Akron residents, they receive what's typically called the water bill, but that water bill has three components. There's the drinking water component, which is what I'm speaking on today. There's the wastewater component. All right, which is the sewer portion Which is of mostly what we've been hearing about for the last decade Correct. or so. Okay. Correct. That's, that's where you've seen a lot of increases in the past. And then you have the refuse component, which would be trash collection. Oh, okay. So just to kind of give you a general breakdown on how that works, on the refuse side, most customers without homestead discounts and such are paying about $24 a month okay. to have their trash picked up. Now on the drinking water and wastewater side of it, that today in 2023 is primarily billed on the amount of water, drinking water you use. Okay. So um, we bill it in units of HCF, and HCF is defined as 748 gallons. um, And we'll say that most customers are in the three to five HCF per month range. So when you talk about sewer, Mm -hmm. An HCF of sewer costs you ten dollars and sixty-five cents. On the water side today, it costs you two dollars and seventy-three cents. Mm-hmm. So, right now, it's about one quarter-ish. Okay. Um, water is, you know, seventy-five percent cheaper than what it is for sewer. Okay. Um, if you look back. Fifteen to twenty years; those used to be like neck and neck. Yeah. All right. Oh, wow. But but the sewer with the consent decree and all the requirements of EPA mandates have caused that to rise to over ten dollars, um, and so water is generally about twenty percent of the bill um, in total. So now where we're going. So this is this is now the rates that will go into effect in twenty twenty four, is that. On the water side, so right now in that bill, the only fixed component is a billing charge. Uh, that billing charge is about $7 in, or so um, per, per customer. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's the only fixed component. We are adding an additional, what's called an infrastructure charge, and that infrastructure charge will then be dedicated to all of these water improvements. Gotcha. For your single family residential, that's gonna go up another nine dollars per month. So it's an additional fixed nine dollar a month charge. Those consumption charges, those volume charges I was talking about. Yeah, that $273 per it, HCF. Exactly. Have... That's gonna to go to $306. $306. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's for for your single family residentials, that's the difference in the bill that's gonna generally be seen. So on the overall bill, if if you do the math. For your typical customers, it's it's a ten percent to fifteen percent increase. Yeah, right. Because you know.
0: I think I saw a newspaper thing that said like sixty to eighty percent higher. But that is not the bill that you pay to the utilities business office. That's not sixty eight percent higher on that. That's the nine dollars plus. Yes. The like uh, extra thirty cents per h approximately thirty cents per hcf. Exactly. So then that would be like. 10, 15 bucks or so, or
2: things like that, or a little more? Yes, maybe a 10% to 15%, depending where your usage is. Right.
1: So. What is the difference between, like, drinking water and sewer water? I understand it for, like, a toilet, that makes sense, it goes to sewer. Um, But, like, your shower water.
2: So, so when I describe drinking water and wastewater... Yes. So, they're... There's an entire water drinking water distribution system that exists Mm -hmm. that ultimately provides clean water into a home, Mm -hmm. um, and it goes through a meter. Now, the industry has decided that the best way to measure wastewater is based on the amount of clean drinking water that comes through the meter. The presumption is, is that... And and it's it's just a general assumption. It's not perfect by any means, but it's really the only way the industry has figured out. Just like we have to find a way to bill for sewer, all right. So they said, how do we bill for any sewer? It would be the sewer that, that goes through the shower drain when you flush the toilet through the sink. How do we figure out how much water went down those drains? And they said, well, the best thing we can do. Is just assume whatever went through the meter coming into the home is the way in which we're going to bill for sewer.
1: That makes sense to me. So drinking water is what's coming in, sewer rates and water is what's coming
2: out. Correct.
1: I like that.
0: You like that? That's simple. Okay, Okay. gotcha. Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) Even though um, it might be a in like a increase of. $15 or so, it still would be an increase for some individuals that, um, and so are there ways of, um, assisting with payments that the city is offering?
2: As part of this announcement that was made, um, with regards to the water rates, there is a new Akron utility bill relief program that's going to be, it's, it's, the official is the water assistance program. That's the official name of it. Mm -hmm. And with that water assistance program, um, On the drinking water side, we are going to provide a 40% discount to anyone who qualifies for HEAP. Um, And we're going to offer a 40% discount for anyone who qualifies for Homestead. And then if you qualify for PIP, which is like the percentage of income payment plan, um, we are also going to allow that to qualify as well. And so 40%, what does it mean to be 40%? it means 40% of the total water cost. So it's not just the rate, Mm -hmm. it's not just the infrastructure charge, it's not just the billing fee, it's all of those combined. You do the math and if that math equals 10 bucks, you're gonna get a $4 discount. If it equals 20 bucks, you're gonna get $8 discount Mm -hmm. off of that total. Um, So this program, also what's exciting about this, is that for the first time in Akron's history are they allowing a discount program for tenants historically there have been discounts in trash and there has been discounts in on wastewater but that was only for owners you had to be a homeowner to qualify okay um, that will remain the same they're not changing that qualification for trash and for wastewater but for water we're opening it up to tenants so the Utility Business Office, starting Mar- uh, January 1st, will um, be accepting applications to now be eligible for the um, water assistance program that's going to provide that discount. So,
1: And um, with the increase in revenue, I know there's some projects that the Bureau is planning, correct? Can you go over those?
2: Yeah, yeah. One of the biggest and most exciting announcements is this, is that Akron intends to be lead service-free by 2027. Mm-hmm. And and this will be literally the last step of many, many amazing steps that have been done for literally dating back to 1963. There's a, a, a gentleman that I admire. Um, he's 89 years old. He ran the Public Utilities Bureau for 47 years. His name is Dave Crandall. Um, in 1963, when he was running the water distribution division, he made the decision that there shall not be a single lead service left in place if there's ever an opportunity to remove it. Mm -hmm. So at that time, in 1963, they started removing lead services. We estimate we had about 45,000 lead services in 1963. We are down to 2,500 active lead services in 2023. Since Flint, Michigan, and under Mayor Horrigan, he made it very clear to us that we are going above and beyond those standards. So we've aggressively pursued funding to remove any lead services and uh, essentially putting a plan well beyond what we've been doing for the last 20 years. And so um, we're at the point, like for example, In 2023, we'll probably remove about 1,000 lead services this year. Um, We'll probably do another 1,000 to 1,500 next year. And the intent is to get rid of them all by 2027. And in addition to that commitment with this money is the galvanized house line. So in the new rules, there will be an expectation of utilities. If somebody's private galvanized line was once downstream of a lead service, Oh, wow. It's the responsibility of the utility to get rid of that. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. So we are aware of about 6,500 to 7,000 galvanized lines still in service that are either downstream of a lead service today or were downstream of a lead service. So as part of our commitment that we're making, we're going to remove those galvanized services as well. That's, from a quality perspective, outstanding news. But from a pressure perspective, it's even <laughs> great. Because anybody being served off those now yeah. are, are really struggling. If you ever seen a galvanized pipe that's been in the ground for 100 years, and that's yeah. what we're talking about here, um, there's very little flow capacity available to them. Mm. So. I feel like there was a thing, some sort of piece of information that was just sort
0: of passed around that, like, Kent or Akron has the best, you know, rated one of the best water drinking water supplies in the country or something like that. Is there anything to that? Or how do you feel like the quality of our water as it currently stands, you know, even pre, you know, these new infrastructure upgrades
2: compares to like around the country? Right, right. So so your your point about uh, the best tasting water, that was a, a city of Kent thing. They were on I, I believe it was like Jay Leno okay. or someone. It was one of those late night talk show hosts that happened to be like somewhere and they did this taste test con, uh, contest. There's nothing scientific with it. No, okay. no. It's, I've heard about it too though. Yeah. Yes, so. <laughs> it's, it's very subjective. They they periodically do it. There's a company by the name of Berkeley Springs that typically advertises, hey, send us your water and you can okay. be in a taste test. And it's just a panel and Kent won and... Um, we've, we've heard the same thing, you know. Um, but yeah, on, on the Akron water side, we're very proud of where our water is today. Mm-hmm. Um, we are well beyond the EPA requirements when it comes to the quality of water. And as we, you know, as we put in these improvements, it, it will help with a lot of um, a lot of the taste, the odor, um, some of more of the subjective things. Mm-hmm. They're not necessarily um, a rule requirement per se, but it's just, you know, the the those types of things is what I think most people are are most interested in because that really represents, you know, if someone sees good, clear, clean, high quality cold water, yeah. they're confident in that. All of the other chemical attributes of it that's, you know, very important as well isn't you know, they just want to know that it's I safe. Leave that to you, you know, to sort out exactly. Historically, water is pretty
0: important to how cities would prosper and where they popped up and existed. But it feels like I hear increasingly about the importance of this region and the fresh water supply. Is there a sense in the water bureau of like the importance of the work that you're doing for positioning Akron and you know Summit County in the region for you know further on in the 21st century? You know, do you recognize that like? This might be the thing that draws,
2: you know, hundreds of thousands of people. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. yes, yes, yes. Um, so true. Uh, it, it, it's something that honestly keeps me up at night looking at how much opportunity there is for myself and the wonderful people I work with at Akron Water to almost pave the future of the of Akron to some degree and it's why I mentioned we're excited to have these rate increases because we now are being faced with similar decisions that they were making 100 years ago they made that hard decision to go at that time probably one or two hours away in a My horse and buggy sure. to to go to this uh, you know remote area in Portage County to essentially represent the water supply that made Akron prosper in the rubber industry and all the amazing things that have happened. And so now we're in that same position. Mm-hmm. So a lot of these discussions and conversations are around is where is where is the future? What what is the the benefit? This is where water is and you can prosper. The best water in the world. You know, we have this natural wonder of the Great Lakes Mm -hmm. that um, is ultimately an opportunity for us.
0: Thanks so much for joining
2: us today. (laughs) Oh, you're welcome. Thank you so much.
1: Visit akronohio.gov backslash water to view the current water quality consumer confidence report and a map of the current lead lines throughout the city. To apply for the low-income household water assistance program, call 330-436-0261 to schedule an appointment with Community Action Akron Summit.
0: Akron Mirror is a podcast from the Akron Summit County Public Library. If you have any other questions for librarians like Rissa and I, give us a call at 330-643-9000.